Apply pressure. Welcome again to the Apply Pressure Podcast. Thank you again for listening. If it's your first time, I hope you enjoy the show. This is your host, Sean. And uh, I got my co-host with me in London. I want to give him a special thanks because he took a loss to his family. And so for him to just, you know, just say, fuck it, let's do the show. I appreciate that shit. I told him I had it, but he said he wanted to do it. So you know what I'm saying? You got anything you need to say, Doc? Yeah, man, it's uh, your boy London over here, and uh, I'm going through it this week, uh, listeners, but um, I lost my auntie Brenda Holloway this week, guys, and uh, it's a real, real, real sore spot in my heart right now, but I definitely wanted to do this show and uh, for our growing fan base and for our listeners, and also to tell, you know, pass a couple messages along. She left behind seven children, my cousins, uh, won't have to name them by... Um, name them individually but they know who they are hopefully they'll listen to this show i'm definitely gonna tell them to uh but um yeah i would just want to tell everybody um with loved ones out there and we all have them uh keep them close to you also tell them that you love them hopefully daily and if it's not daily often try to cherish all those moments with them because uh just like an instant they can be gone here today um gone tomorrow and this was definitely that case um so I just want to open the show by saying, yeah, keep your loved ones close. And definitely, um, if you got any beef or any pettiness going on with the immediate loved ones, that's friends and or family, uh, squash it, man. It ain't worth it. I promise Especially. you. It ain't like you said. That could be here today. Gone tomorrow. Especially if it's on some petty shit. Want to open especially if it's on some petty yep, shit. Especially when it's man, just man. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I, like most of my best friends, we don't got to fight. We took a day apart from not talking, then we got back to get, like, sometimes that shit. Some of them bonds you just can't replace. I know we all say people are replaceable, and this somewhat true, but some of them bonds just can't, you can't replace that bond. So if it's over some petty shit, some shit you feel like you can work out as adults, man, fix that shit. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna say, like, like I told you in private, again, you got my condolences and my well wishes, and, uh, if you any any of y'all experienced loss lately, you got my well wishes for your spirit and your family spirit. Uh, those that start a new journey, good luck and stay on it. And those that have finished a chapter in their life, I'm proud of you. It's time to move on to the next step of your life. So, you know what I'm saying? We're going to try to lighten up the mood a little bit, just a tad bit. And so, uh, the first topic I kind of just want to hit on is like so I've been seeing this thing on social media and I started here. Some just ask you this question, do does body count matter to you, fool? And also, more so, I really want to hit on is the timing that you fuck a chick. Does that change I guess the seriousness level that you take her? So let me answer that uh, question in two parts, really, because you asked two questions, mm-hmm. really. So body count. Body count for me, first and foremost, I ain't going to ask. Real nigga. I ain't, I'm not the dude to ask <laughs> what your do. body count is, what your bad. Exactly. So therefore, that kind of answers the question, right? right? <laughs> body count yeah, don't matter. Ego can take for sure. Exactly. And everybody got a pass. Everybody. 
I don't care what nobody say. And that pass might be a low body count, uh, but you may have some some you know some skeletons in your closet that you're dealing with, some you know right. issues, whatever the case may be. But everybody Bring got a pass. Body count definitely, yeah, absolutely. But definitely don't matter to me. Uh-huh. Um, will I will I make jokes about it if we talk about it and you you do mention it to me? Absolutely. But you might do the same with me. But I won't judge you. It won't be nothing serious. And you know, what I mean, I definitely won't. You know. Um, you know, you won't get any cool points yeah. scratched off of me. You know yeah. what I mean? Nothing won't be taken from you, that's for sure. Because their body count thing is really something that you look at when you now if you you know, when you're younger, yeah, you're like, man, she already it, it mattered then because you're so much younger and you're like, How did you get that many? You know what I mean? By the time you get this oh, you know, no, young yeah. age before you <laughs> right, before you're twenty one or before you're eighteen, let's nah, say that. You know what I mean? Oh. Now, that's that's a little man, different there. It might matter when I'm in high school or when I when I first get I to college, you know, your body count shouldn't be that high. <laughs> you said I was, I was a whole whole out here, boy. Uh. Yeah, but uh, the second question though, that timing also an age appropriate thing for me. So like when I was young. Yeah, when I was young, first and foremost, when you're young, you ain't really got no place to go smash you and your parents' house. Man, and, you, you know, it's a little harder to get things, get car. the deal done. All the time working your car. I'm like, <laughs> my camera seen so much ass cheeks, fam. <laughs> Everything was crazy. Hey, I had, the, let me tell you something. So, I lost my virginity early, but I didn't start fucking fucking until, like, 17 when I got my license. Because... No, you went to middle school together, so you know that's not close to our house. And so down with the high school, it wasn't close to my house. I didn't really know the chicks in my neighborhood. So when I first got my car, man, you you say you say where? Middleton? Boom, I'm gone. <laughs> like it didn't matter where is it? But after about a year of that, I was like, no, nah, yeah, fucking the road up, nigga. But after about a year of that, I'm like, bro, you stay too fucked. <laughs> This shit ain't even working. Man, mm-hmm. like, when the gas started burning a hole in your pockets, you like, God damn, baby, you stay right. Because think about it, bro, for Whitehaven, the militant, yes. nigga. Militant. Yeah, yeah I ain't doing this shit no mm-hmm. now, fool. I don't do this shit now. I stay 15 minutes away. I'm going to keep it all the way 100 with I still, to this day, have never been to militant. I don't blame you, fool. <laughs> Only time I've been there is between spraying houses or getting ass cheeks. That's about it. <laughs> A nigga will drive across the town yeah, the for state, the last nigga. The state. The state, nigga. The state. <laughs> you say where? Oh, okay, cool. Nashville. Ah, <laughs> oh, that ain't nothing but a, 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 a one blunt. Nah. You know what I'm talking about when you were smoking? Nah, yeah. nah, that's one blunt. That's nah, the whole way down. Good CD. <laughs> uh, good album and a half. I'm there. So, yeah, food. Yeah, so I, I see, like you, the body count, I don't. I don't think I really cared about body count too much. You know what I'm saying? I guess I got older because as I was younger, I always had like a different way of thinking. But also because my family's full of older people. So when I'm hanging around them, I'm soaking up older games. So when the chick, like the body count thing was never a thing to me. But when I was younger, no, nah, nah, I think my rules was she couldn't be a home and hopper <laughs> and she couldn't get tossed. But the toss, the toss jump is going to come back on the next, our next topic. But so, and then as far as the other question I asked, I had that mentality too. But then the chick I got with when I was like 19, 20, she let me smash in like two weeks. And then we ended up being together for like two and a half years. So at that point, I realized like, 
just because she smashed you quick, it don't change the fact that uh, she a dope chick. You know what I'm saying? So it just changed your perspective. Like you said, as you get older, you mature. Or you just mature from experiences. It's just like you get older, you be like, wow, this, what the fuck these folks talking about? This shit don't mean nothing. Exactly. So, like, I'm going to see, you know, for me, it, when I was younger, I'd be straight up. She let me smash quick. I'm instantly judging. Yeah, if I smash that junk quick, I'm actually finna try to put it on my own. You ain't finna do it. I just told her to come through some <laughs> cool I'm gonna show you the whole nah, text thread. You, you see how I come. <laughs> you know how I come. Yeah, young, young you know, so shit. when you get older, it's a little different, man, because honestly, chemistry, vibes, conversation, rule the nation. All of that stuff matters, man. You can go out, you know what I mean? You be out with somebody, meet them, get to texting with them, get to talking with them, have a conversation with them. Week two, weeks in, you feel like you done known them for months man, and months. You know what yeah. I mean? So now you talk every day and you're doing, and you know, texting, you know, made it so much easier man, to do man. this because you can do, you can multitask so much easier. You know, I hate you know, texting, but that's true. Lady. I despise texting. But yeah, it lets you, it allows you to do those things. So like when you, you know, when I started getting to that point, I mean, uh, that time it wasn't everything. It was just that chemistry. Chemistry made everything. So that chemistry was that vibe, that electricity in the air or whatever the case may be. Now you might smash in a day. You might smash in a week. You might smash in a month. All that. Neither one really matters because all them, as long as you keep talking to them every day, you might. It might be something that blossoms into a beautiful and, relationship. And then also, you know it's just a matter of the nigga intentions to do with you. Because, like, I know plenty of niggas that take a chick on the date and play it cool, like, um, like shit sweet. And then when he finally smashed, he won't talk to him ever again. And, like, situation like me, I know a couple niggas that'll smash that girl on the first night. I'm talking about talking, and they together. I know some that's not got married. I know, you know what I'm saying? So it really depends on the, men- the mentality of that person. Because, like I said, I got an old girl after two weeks. I mean, I, I smashed it in two weeks, but we got together, and there was a long relationship for two and a half years. That's young niggas. That's young people. So, you know what I'm saying? So, that shit don't really matter at the end of the motherfucking day. Because... Mm-hmm. My college girlfriend, bro. Um, I no names. Uh, it was probably like four I don't say no weeks. names. <laughs> My college <laughs> oh no, never! Oh, you we, don't need, we don't need no exposés. Like I get, uh, it's cancel this nigga. Like we just started. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I wouldn't put nobody out there like that. But nah, my college girlfriend, you know, it might have been like two or three weeks. We was talking heavy though. I was at her too. I ain't gonna lie, I was more, press, I was press, 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 chasing. <laughs> you hear me? I, after I've been there, and like uh, it probably was like. Weeks. I think it was probably a month max though, and then we, you know, they, I, I was able to pop that yeah. thing on in there, and then, you know what I mean. And we ended up being together for four and a half. Yeah, years. so like I said, that shit just—it's a matter of maturity at the end of the goddamn day because not too many niggas. I'm not asking about even though I don't care like that. Cause I'm more of a free thinker, and I don't really be caring about shit like that. It was before me, it's before me, but I know people be saying that shit. But they don't really mean that shit because your ego. Cause let your first of all let your girl say a certain number that you think is high, but it's gonna really sting your ass if she say a number that's more than yours. You like oh shit, <laughs> Man, yeah, you feel really like you ain't doing enough in your life. <laughs> yep, and now you really might be judging. You judging, you, you really judging, but you also you like sleek feel like damn man, she really out here getting more bitches than me. How she get all the hoes? Like damn, what the fuck I was doing wrong? But yeah, so. Then what 
around and tell you it was this amount of dudes and then it was this Ooh, amount of girls. But then, well, you then really let the girls be more than you still. <laughs> <laughs> and she ain't really like that. She still got more bitches than you. <laughs> Damn, bro. I'm hurt. I, I, I ain't, ain't gonna lie to you. I'm she hurt say she got more bitches than me. Look here. I ain't gonna do shit about her drink and say, man, you a better man than me. <laughs> I mean, I said I was a hoe. I was a hoe out here. <laughs> Never had no STDs because, unlike most mm-hmm. niggas, I believe in condoms. But, uh, yeah, so <laughs> I just want to ask because it was uh, some chick had shared a post. I shared the joint. And we ain't going to go too deep into it because it's just it's a long, funny ass. Nah, fuck it. I'm finna go ahead and go into it. So the chick said. <laughs> The uh, so a nigga asked the question was like, do y'all really be making niggas wait before the date? So she was like, if I really like the nigga, and I see potential in him, I'm gonna wanna, I'm, I'm gonna tell him take me out on the date because I'm a lady. But if it's a chick, if it's a dude that she really ain't fucking with, she just gonna go ahead and throw him ass cheeks. And I was that like, was his dad. Exactly. Every woman like you don't understand because y'all do the same. Thing. I said no, we don't do the same thing. First and foremost. Yes, it's true. If we like a chick, we're going to take them out. No problem. We're going to court them. We're going to show up for this. Thing. That is very true. But if you tell that man before you, because you plan to, they say, they say it's Monday. Y'all plan a date for Thursday. Wednesday, you say you need some dick. He's going to be on his way to slang you some dick. Nigga ain't going to make you wait for that shit. That's why we say it's backwards, because you gave the pussy up to a nigga that you don't give a fuck about like that. But you're gonna make the nigga work harder. Like I never I don't get it. And it like I understand why in a way, but also I I think it's stupid. Let me say I don't get it. I understand, but I think it's stupid. Cause everybody keeps saying, which I already knew about a lot of women is like they care about the image. Especially they care about their image, how they look to others, especially by ones they like love, they want to love, like whatever, whatever. But I just think it's just as stupid as I think that's dumb because, like we just said, we you mess with a grown ass man or a nigga that's really real, it got real intentions for you. He's not worried about if you gave up them cheeks the first day he met you, this, that, and the third. Only the immature dude in that sense would care about this shit. And also, I just think a lot of shit like double standards or shit just be stupid in general. Like I hate when niggas complain that they later is. Approved, born in the, in the, you know what I'm saying, born in the bedroom, this, that, and the third. But then they getting upset, like, or they say, "Well, this is what I do to hoes." But they get mad that they girl and do that shit. Like, fam, you can't say she boring. I mean, you got a whole lady that's open to the idea. Like, I had a homeboy. He told me, "Bullshit, not fool." He couldn't give his girl facial. That's what he do to bitches. But he's also complaining that she's boring, or she, the chick, his gal, was ready for the deal. Long story short, they break up. He get with the chick. He do it with that chick. And then he was like, oh, yeah, I'm satisfied with this. I'm like, I bet. Because you doing what you want to do regardless. Like, you should want a chick that's going to be a lady in the streets, in the freaking sheets. The things you do to these hoes, you should want to do to to, to your gal because that's what you like. That's why I never understood that by niggas. Like, don't date things you don't like. It don't make sense. Don't try to change people. I got a word. So, like, me and my partner, this was in uh, maybe in high school or right, maybe when we was fresh in college or whatever the case may be. He told me a story just like that, bro. So, no name. And my partner, he was like, yeah, bro. I don't know what it Steve. is, bro. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, so my partner was like, man, yeah, bro, I don't know what it is. I can't, I can't mind give her the uh the business, bro. I can't drag her through the sheets and and this and that. You know how a girl be like, man, I want my back nah. broke. I want my, you know, I want you to go balls deep and this and that. And he was like, yeah, bro, my gal, bro, I just can't do that. Man, these little side chicks and these hoes, though, man, I'm doing all this shit. I said, bro, what kind of sense right. do they make? So what if your gal out here telling her mm-hmm. friends, her nigga you don't slow dick? You going slow <laughs> dick. Don't, don't, don't fuck around and hit that group chat. And she say Lil Run Run be breaking her back. You just there to pay the you bills feel- and take her on dates. Now you feel salty back in. But you could have prevented that shit by slanging it A1 dick. Man, and it honestly it happened to me too because when you get you know when you get content you get complacent in a relationship you know sometimes you try things and then sometimes it get real bedroomish right I tell I tell all this bedroom sex is just you know it just get real bored sometimes you just yes, oh, only time you're doing it in the bedroom trust me you are boring period I don't give a fuck if you pulling all your stunts and tricks if it's always happening just in the bedroom it's you be in the same order. She, she she turned into the position for you even get ready. She's like, I already know you finna do this now. You finna nut when I do this, bang, 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 game over. <laughs> and like I said, I'm victim to it too. And like man, and I my girl got got the got the nerve or the courage to be like, you know, I want to try this, try this. And us niggas being so egotistical sometimes. Especially as young niggas. Like, oh, especially as young niggas. So you thinking like, oh, oh, so what nigga got you got you on there? What 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 chick, you know what I'm saying, doing it? Yeah. And, the whole time though she could have just read it could have came from a porn it could have could have came from a girl talk man alicia getting her back broke man she's telling me that they tried to uh ain't no thing you know what i'm saying i'm trying i want to get fucked my ass you hear me so like <laughs> so all this stuff and i ain't gonna lie me being a young nigga man i was like man i ain't been fucking your ass man what you think what you think this is right so like you know Man, I was, bro. Man, I, the I keep, like I said, I'm a victim of this shit too. I'm talking about myself, my personal experiences right I'm now. I'm opening up to you guys. You hear me? But uh, that was a wild boy. My same shit though, bro. And then I, I leveled up. I matured, and it's been all. It's all she wrote ever since. Man. No, no, no child left behind. Put it that way. With man, my, my whatsoever. With, I with my, as long as it's with a woman, I'm good money, man. I'm good. I'm good, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see you, bro. Wow. It's, a, it's my lady, love interest, or the or or these chicks I'm just messing with. They all getting hardcore, you know. Straight, independent. I ain't gonna lie, cause my thing was, if I didn't really fuck with you, you was getting whatever dick was coming out that night. <laughs> you know how David Ruffin started getting high. You didn't know which David Ruffin you was gonna perform. Was it going to be the great David Ruffin? Was it going to be the high nigga? It's kind of the same mm-hmm. shit. Like, bro, I didn't really care. Like, I didn't like you like you like that. Yeah, I was just kind of like, eh. And I can admit, ladies, I was selfish. That was a selfish thing for me to do. Yeah. But. <laughs> that's life. I'm un- I believe I'm honest enough to admit it. Sometimes niggas don't care. They slow out. And trust me, unless he's very delusional, we know when we slow out. But True. I will tell you this, the secret that uh, it's going to let you know if that nigga like you or not. If that nigga slow out and he don't try to go for round two or he ain't pressed for another opportunity, yeah, that nigga probably just ain't uh trying to redeem himself. He don't care. Either way, one way or another. That nigga was too motherfucking drunk. That's the other reason. <laughs> I had that happen, fool. I couldn't stay hard for shit. Bruh. That, uh, 
And then I was like, man, this one I was still young, so this one I was like a firm condom user. Every time I about to put the condom on, it just go down. I said, man, look, bro, you're just going to have to go rope, dog. You've been watching enough porn. You know how to you know your timing, baby. Get your timing right. You good to go. Even that shit didn't work. I said, bro, that's, that's when I stopped drinking gin. That night. <laughs> that night, nigga. I like, no more gin, fam. That's it. Whiskey, they call it. <laughs> Whiskey get me in the dope, so I don't know. Whiskey can have me straight. Man, listen, gentleman Jack is round. I'm 31, so you know, niggas rounds be limited sometimes. But I've been working out too. My stamina up. The up the room. Mine, quick. Man, nigga, it should be crazy. Like, let me take a, let me take a couple of shots. I like him take a couple of shots before she come in here in this hole. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, man, one another one of them double standards, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't like it, is, man. You know, so like kind of on the same subject, sort of speak, but go go a little bit off. Like, why why like on the beach, bro? You know what I'm saying? You got me walking around topless the whole time. And yeah, then, man. As soon as I don't like that shit either. Bro, as soon as you see a woman do the same thing, it's it's taboo. You know what I mean? It ain't it ain't it ain't accepted. It, it's it's crazy. Oh my god, they're showing tits, they're showing nipples. Nah. Well, what do you what do you mean? What do you man boobs doing on the nah, beaches? Or or the same in the same context, what about like when when lingerie models are on the sides of buses and things of that nature and bikini models are on the sides of buses. But as soon as you see a woman out in public nursing her child, it's, it's, it's oh my God, they run into Nigga, her. I cannot wait to have a baby and let me man, let me really like like my baby mama, nigga. I'm to my love. Nigga, I, I can't wait till a motherfucker come up on all that, bro. What's, what's the problem? What's up? Mm-hmm. Man, look, yep. it's on the news. Breaking news. Black male arrested because he had to beat somebody's ass for trying to talk to his baby mom tell he she need to cover up. Like, bro, you do you need you put on a blanket when you eat, nigga? Do you go to the bathroom and eat, my nigga? So now nah, get the fuck out of here, nigga. Yeah, I can't I wait, nigga. Bro. And like, man, my son was hungry. He popped my my. Nah, it's time <laughs> to eat, my nigga. Fuck you, nigga. No matter what, she tried to cover up it most of the time, but every now and then it was just like, oh, he 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 pulling, he tugging. Yeah, like people, like people try to sexualize this shit. I don't understand this shit. It's just like, why why in your brain as an adult can't you just instantly be like, okay, cool, this is an innocent moment. It's like for instance, it was a picture going around of a um, a black. They were black, so you're not where you finna go. You know, black women is most over sexualized creatures on this goddamn earth so uh, it was sad. a mother and a, a daughter doing like the little chili to split thing they holding their feet in the air so they was like y'all strip up just talking down i'm like fam maybe the little girl is a cheerleader and the mama used to be a cheerleader also how can't you not separate the two like i see the little girl I'm like oh man she killing the chilling squad i see the mama i said i hope she can do that on the deck like you can separate the two fam <laughs> Like every, like everything kids do, like kids just do shit. They don't think about this shit. I just I get tired of adults get older and forget what they did or their peers did as kids, fam. I'm like fam, like they, it was a video of a, a, a little girl twerking on a dude. She had to be like middle school age, right? So everybody like she need to beat that ass, beat that ass. They like I'm like fam for what? Like nigga, you was in skating the ring and your ass twerked on. Why you at? Oh, uh, Crystal Palace skate Odyssey days. You hear me? 
posted on the wall, nigga. I made sure we, I had my wall reserved like VIP, nigga. You need this space. <laughs> I need 10 feet of wall, fam. I need this. Like, bro, stop. Like, yo. Like, they were like, man, we didn't do that. Yes, we did, bro. We didn't have fucking smartphones to post shit. That's the fucking difference. Because it's plenty. When them razors came out, I've seen plenty of videos of chicks giving head on the stage at Bellevue Junior High. I ain't gonna say no names, oh, but I've seen oh, plenty of videos of folks getting a back crack underneath the goddamn gymnasium. You just didn't, you couldn't post shit. That's the only difference. That's the only difference, bro. That's it. Because there's yep. middle school, by the way, listeners. Middle school. So, you know what I mean? So, you know what I'm saying? That shit just crazy. Like, people just get older and we forget, or they, or they be like, oh, this generation, this generation, like, bro, this generation is no different than other besides the social media shit. Because they were like, folks just stand around and don't help. I was like, fam, stop acting like, no disrespect to my ancestors, but stop acting like it wasn't a bunch of blacks standing around watching a few white white people hang, you know what I'm saying? Hang a nigga. That's a fact. They they could all say, fuck it. If, we, if he got that, we gonna die. But they stood around and watched this shit. And folks were like, why, why folks didn't help Eric Gardner? Rest in peace to him. No disrespect. But I don't seen it's time before this. They're like, you just want to record. But you go to the 90s before you could record shit. Folks getting jumped and beat up by police. Everybody want Tupac and jumping out the goddamn limo, shooting at the motherfucking police for jumping on a black man. Everybody ain't mm-hmm. that courageous. So I just hate that, like you said, the double standard is about, it's just you. we, we use it to judge, but when we don't. Compared to other situations, it'd be damn the same. Like, like for instance, like you know, it's openly accepted for niggas to be out here just be fucking. But as soon as your chicks be like, man, this fuck I be doing, it don't even matter if she's single. She get judged so fucking quickly. Like, like it's shit crazy. Like, oh, y'all, y'all just want hoes. Y'all don't want no good woman. I said, since when can hoes be good women? Just because she be out here fucking. I mean, she can be a hoe. Don't get me wrong. We know what the slang uses of the word, but she can have great quality. She she's single, living the fucking life, and do what the fuck she want to do. Why are you judging her, y'all? Grown woman, cause cause down talking ain't gonna make him pick you, sis. Down talking the next motherfucker ain't gonna make that nigga pick you, cause cause he gonna go with the one that's fun. I'm you. This is free game. The reason why niggas cuff hoes. It's because hoes are fun to be around. It ain't got shit Man. to do with sex. Them motherfuckers play games. They get they understand our humor better. They be real cool and laid back and chill. Some of y'all motherfuckers be having sticks up your ass. I know boring people that don't like hang around boring people. So you have to understand, <laughs> fam. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just you got a whack personality. You got a personality like a box of rocks. Y'all be like, y'all, mm-hmm. these niggas gay. They're right here around your homeboys and they gay. Like, sometimes, bro, y'all don't even understand what the motherfucker putting the nigga through. She could be boring as shit outside the bedroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I want to have fun. My nigga, I go to work. I got to come home to a dry-ass conversation, to some gossip, this, that, and they're Like, no, nah, you got to be more than a pretty face and some uh, some accomplishments. Your degree is not a personality right, trait. So they put, the, they put me in the mindset of this post I made the other day. I said, women out here... Man, women out here who feel like uh, who are banking on a, a pretty face and some average kitty, uh, uh, tragic. It. <laughs> it got a lot of so it got a lot of a lot of comments. That was like what? And then I made a different post that I was saying that uh, what I say. 
it was um some like uh women out here thinking they got this bum ass pussy and this wet ass pussy that should be damp on the low and be average nah, kitty no as much. Like no, nah, nigga just happy to be there. <laughs> we just happy to get there. Exactly. So like same context, it's the same thing. Like you have to do and, more. And you have to go ahead, do go ahead, more. Go ahead. We are now, gonna say this ain't you know yeah, my bad. So this just ain't. But trust me, you niggas coming. But go ahead, finish your statement. Yeah, so we are in a time where the the roles are 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 merging, not even changing. They're merging. So like, we ain't in a traditional sense no more, y'all. It ain't no gender Creating roles. New no traditions. More. That shit is. It's, we are creating a whole new way. Millennials have changed that shit. I, all, that's why you hear old people all the time talk about things that millennials doing and they don't understand that shit. Uh, remember when there used to be a term called shacking up? Motherfucker, you need to live with a motherfucker nowadays before yeah. your ass marry him. Like, I think people almost are in a unison in agreement. Don't, don't get me wrong. You got a few people out here still feel like that ain't the case. Man. But for the most part, people like, shit, I need just to make more sense. Before I, it just makes more about, sense. It makes more Exactly, but like we're changing it. It ain't no every sense of the word. So, you know, you got to think about those things and and go ahead and uh, change your ways because uh, this boring shit, this uh, this this complacency, all this other stuff, it's just it just ain't getting it done no more. You got to go into these merged roles where uh, guys know how to cook, Thanks. guys know how to clean for themselves, guys know Thanks. how to pay on laundry and things of that nature. And women, women are breadwinners now. Women know how to change the goddamn tire, change oil and shit now, things like that. You know what I mean? Like they pumping their own gas all the time. And things have changed and the roles are merging. So, therefore, now you got to think outside the box. What you going to do? What you gonna do to please uh John John Doe? You know what I mean? What you gonna do that's different besides that bedroom? You need to be able to have some 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 jokes ready. Nah, you you need to be able to uh, uh make him laugh, make him crack a smile. Yeah, you need to be able, you know what I'm saying? You need to have some goals in mind, you know what I'm saying? You need to have some ambition. Ambition to take you a long way. Uh genuine. Especially niggas like me having outside life outside the relationship. Oof. Very important. If you don't have your own interest, like I get that you come together so we can share interest, but I want you to have your own so you can put me on game. You know what I'm saying? So like he was saying, it's just about a matter of adapting because I'm going to keep it funky with you. The reasons, like a lot of societal rules, y'all women hate is made by niggas. Mm -hmm. And so you have the power now to make the changes about how your daughters, your, your nieces, and your future, the future women can be treated and how things can go because we can make up the rules now because times are changing. And we can mm-hmm. change it to the point where everybody's equal and get the shit that they deserve as far as men and women. You know what I'm saying? This in the third. So, like he said, he spoke on the women. Niggas, I'm going to say the same thing to you. Just because you got that Gucci belt, fam, they don't make you funny. <laughs> just because you, you, you went to the strip club... And got three hundred ones, but you think you slick, so you threw some twenties in there, and you do that little, the little ass Chinese fan. That don't make you no cool ass nigga. Mm, Just cause you know how to buy the proper, the proper cologne, so you can smell good. It don't mean you got substance, my nigga. Just cause you can slang dick into the basic bitch, that's enough. But to women that you want to cuff, that you claim you want to cuff, that ain't that ain't coming with shit, my nigga. So you gotta come with more too, like he said. You got to adapt as well because money ain't the only way to provide no more, my nigga, because they can make their own money. Money don't excite women that come for money or that's getting their own money. It only mm-hmm. excite bum bitches, period. 
Yep. So unless you, and you're not gonna come for bum bitch, so that means you need to automatically be like, I need to better myself, my nigga. Mm-hmm. I need to better myself some type of way. And I ain't talking about on some go get a degree type shit, because like I said, your accomplishments are great, but it's a cherry on top. They ain't got shit to do with ice cream. Whipped cream is cool, but they ain't got shit to do with ice cream. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have that, you know what I'm saying? Some some, some <clears throat> <laughs> that drive, perseverance. You, know, you gotta have some oomph to you to set you aside to this one particular chick that you're trying to cuff down. Because it, like I said, it, the thing is, we people just tend to care so much what other people got to say is that they fail to realize that we all different, but we all have similarities. It's about <clears throat> which side of the spectrum you want to go. You want to be like everybody else, or you want to be like yourself and stand up. Mm-hmm. We need so, more individuality for sure. Exactly. Like so, we need to embrace that. Facts, man. And especially 2019, where we where every group is represented in some type of way, and it is a community for you to be yourself. Like I remember mm-hmm. the kids, like the weird ass dudes that used to run in the hallways with their arms up like they a fucking plane. And um, now them, them anime niggas, they out here. Proud, mm-hmm. no proud, ain't high and shit. <laughs> yep. And now they got Comic Con, big as hell. Now you hear me? They you know are getting so, it. You know what I'm saying? This, like you got room to be. If you gay, man, just gonna come out the closet, fam. It's cool. You got a whole community that appreciate you. Go where you love instead of trying to force yourself into somewhere that they don't want you. Pete. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? That that shit, like so. Also, another, like I said, I'm gonna bring this back to this double standard. Uh, you know, I said the toss jump, right? So we out a toss jump mm-hmm. is pretty much a, a chick that got fucked by more than one dude. So you know, in in adult terms, most people call this shit trains and shit, but it's not mm-hmm. technically a trains a threesome. It was just two dudes if they going at the same time. And so like, nah, that's an asset, fan. Think about it. We call it three dudes threesome. We call it three women threesome. We call it three women. I mean, two women and a dude a threesome. So why not call the two dudes and the what's called? Because the two dudes ain't got to interact with each other. They can just do the little London Bridge and take turns on the ends and call it a date. Why you had to use my name on there, bro? Hold yeah, on, bro. You, I mean, you tripped out. Just, I mean, that, that's a legit. If you <laughs> I'm Google, just, I'm, I'm just saying if you Google yeah. shit, that's a legit pose. So that's, never even heard. that's a lit position. So, I mean, a legit position. So, I mean, hey, yeah. But still, like, I don't subscribe to that shit. I don't subscribe that the woman is off or some shit. I just think that's what women, when, like, she get older. You realize that women desire this shit too. I done had a few chicks say they desire this shit straight up. They ain't give a fuck. If I judge them or not, they like, bro, we grown. Yeah, so I ain't gonna lie to you. The Tosh Jen, I got it. Uh, I, I distinguish it between, I think it's definitely two or more guys at the same time. We call them a Tosh Jen or they got a train ran on them. So me, I, I embrace this double standing and, and it's not right. It may be to a fault, right. but I definitely you think know. a threesome is two girls, one guy. That's Optimist a threesome. Women. And I know a lot of <laughs> I know a lot of females that agree You're with right. me. Hey, I'm just saying. But at the same time, though, I had this conversation the other day with some of my homegirls and my homeboys in a group chat. And we was like, yeah, bro, the threesome is only two girls, one guy. Because in my opinion, if the two guys ain't gay, which is normal to me because I'm not gay uh, and nothing wrong with it. Y'all do y'all thing. I'm not. But 
if they not gay, then it's literally only the action is only happening with right. the girl. And at some point, it's going to be some low points. You know what I mean? It's going to be some dull ass moments or whatever the case may be. But when you got two girls, who, when the action can be about them as well as with the guy, I think you have a full on threesome where they doing, you know, pussy getting ate by two chicks, pussy getting ate by the male. Dude, you know what I'm saying? Dude getting his face rolled, he he piping. You know what I mean? The whole thing, it's a whole different experience. That's my, and that's me. I know it's a double standard, but I ain't I'm gonna, gonna say, lie. man, that shit <laughs> fun, fool. I ain't gonna lie, that shit fun in hell. Cause like this chick, yeah, <laughs> this chick asked me to like join her, her dudes. So I was like, first of all, I was shocked. I didn't know black people did that like wild ass shit. I was like, huh? <laughs> I ain't know, you know what I'm saying? So then I had to ask what type of dude he was. Yeah, you know, cause I like I say I had I had, I had exactly I had the same mentality. I was like, man, okay, that never been a thing. I hear niggas talk about this shit, but I was like, man, whatever, whatever. But as I got old, I was like, man, fuck, we just gonna we gonna have fun. If I don't like it, I ain't gonna ever do this shit again. So, but she was like, oh no no no, cause I was just letting, I was letting know we but we gonna be butt nigga boxing. If this man touch me outside of a handshake, so. <laughs> <laughs> so you know yeah, yeah. so I can tell you the story I'm long not so long story so pretty much boom we get it set up and like she from the M they, but they she didn't stay here so they got a room so I pulled up the first thing this nigga say something is about my car so I was like this nigga people trying to rob me so I'm this motherfucker you know what I'm saying with my, my hand on my hip you know what I'm saying chilling mm-hmm. I, I came to drop myself I'm feeling like this might, might be a setup type shit like I said I don't know black people do this shit and we from the M we gotta be suspicious of everybody so, yes. so you know what I'm saying? Boom, boom. We start drinking and shit. We we telling jokes and shit. So she just get up, and start giving a nigga head. So I'm just sitting there. I'm not even really enjoying it like I could. Cause I'm watching him. So next time I know the lights went off, the TV went off. I'm like, oh shit, it's time. It's go time. I'm ready to fight. I think I'm finna fight for my life. <laughs> <laughs> Cause we know I just seen so many movies and motherfucker get set up. I feel like he a house of territory. I'm on the other side of town. I'm like, nigga, I'm gonna have to fight. So next thing I know, that man, he might pick it up. And he started doing this thing. Like, okay, bet. So she's still sucking this in the third. Switch sides. So when nigga got tired, I sat down, had me a drink, and watched them like like watching a play, <laughs> like watching <laughs> Buddha Talk '67 live, nigga, on ice, <laughs> on ice, nigga. <laughs> And then we did a little butte cake joint. I was like, man, shit, funny hell. Maybe I was just, I got drunk in the process, and so yeah, I was like, all right, cool, they ain't that bad. Yeah, so that, like I said, my experiences when I'm mature is just more so through experience. That shit was just funny as hell to me because just the whole mm-hmm. process of it's like, damn, I could have really got robbed out here. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, bro. See, I only had one threesome in my life. That joint was lit. It was oh, crazy man. enough, though. We were sober, sober as hell, bro. It was man. We 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 Yo. cracking jokes. It's funny. It's we, oh, we literally laughing at each other, like, bro. Are we really finna do this? Yeah, oh, like, it's finna go down. And they it's were the ones, bro. They were the ones on it with me. No, oh, they, they planned they, it. So they, they planned on they, you. They they they, they on me you. for real. They, they planned it. They planned it. <laughs> I feel it though. That's a good. That's a good. Bro, feeling. they plot. They for sure plot, bro. They came. They was from another city. I was still living here, where I was living in North Carolina. And bro, they came down, visited, and like they had plans to 
to take my yeah. threesome virginity, bro. Yeah, that's how, that, that's how the fuck. <laughs> so when niggas used to tell me about this shit, bro, they used to be like, bro, this shit just happened. I'm like, bro, this shit just can't just happen, fool. Like, this shit, you just chilling, this shit just, I'm like, nah, this shit don't never happen. So every time I planned it, one of the chicks will like, you know, flake out or something. So i like, man, what if I just gave up on the drink? So I went down to Atlanta because I was dealing with a chick. And I'm like, you know what I mean? Boom, boom, boom. And so the last night I was there, like, I want to meet up with the rest of my friends at Dave and Buster. So it was going to be one of my homegirls. And then my partner, but they came, but then they get flaked out some shit. So, man, we kicking this thing in the third, but it's still early. So the plan was to go to a strip club, but it's early as hell. So nobody go to strip clubs early as shit. So we were just like, man, you know what I'm saying? So I just, I kind of felt the vibe. Like, I felt the energy. So I was like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? I like, bros. You know what? I like. So I don't know. I like, I think we need to go swimming. Both of them looked at me like, bro, you crazy as hell. I'm just saying, like, we've been in the hotel, we ain't hit the pool not one time. So one of the chicks was like, well, I ain't got no swimsuit. I was like, well, you got that big ass, you got them big ass teeth, so I know your bra is like, absorb it. So. So I was like, I got some basketball shorts you can wear type shit. So she was like, shit, say no more. So, so then I picked up the chick for everybody. So I, I like, oh, oh, hell yeah. So I feel like, a, I feel pimping so this one like my, my ideal it clicked in i maybe i can do this polyamory shit for real because i get i just pay for i got money to pay for everybody's shit boom so boom we get the we get we change clothes everybody just change clothes in front of everybody you know I mean? it's cool it's casual you know i ain't nothing no problems we get to the pool we the only folks in the pool my it's like land so the pool tend to close but we just still there so you know I mean? we get swimming around we joking we keep drinking then, so I'm playing with one jump pussy, and the other jump do the reach for me. So then I'm playing with hers, and then, like, the other, ch- she both in, so they hands touch. So I'm thinking about it. I knew then, like, oh, this shit, the party's off. Nope. We're supposed to do this shit together. I was like, man, we need to take, probably take a shower before the strip club. <laughs> so... <laughs> so we get in there, we take a shower. So the sh- hotel we were staying, I was staying in. It's one of them showers, like at the glass door type shit, or it's like a half glass wall. Then it's open, and so they I know I'm taking my, I'm washing myself up. I turn around, these motherfuckers kissing, and they grabbed me and brought me into the mm. shit. Then it just took off from there. I said, Whoa. I see why niggas mm. praise this shit, cause uh. <laughs> that shit was fun, fool. I ain't stopped since. I tell motherfuckers all the time, you ain't, you ain't trying to have no threesomes, man, baby. You ain't the one for me. <laughs> you ain't the one for me, baby. Because I'm a wild ass nigga. I need a wild ass chick. Because we finna have some fun. That way we get old. And we can't do shit. We got plenty of memories. And hopefully we remember because we got all the times. Mm-hmm. So we, we out here trying to make some shit happen. <laughs> So we're gonna touch on a little light on a little more serious note. Uh, yeah, they probably like, damn, these fuss ain't gonna talk about nothing constructive this right? week. They wanna be entertained, so we here. But you no, know, we're gonna touch on uh mental health. You brought that up to me. I thought that was an interesting topic, especially mental health towards black men. And uh I feel like there was serious and a stigma mm-hmm. on it as you're younger, because it it was kind of you brought it up, it was funny. I was thinking of a way to introduce uh, a topic about like our former toxic ways and when was the point type shit. So this kind of goes into it because when we were younger, mm-hmm. 
you didn't, you know what I'm saying? You didn't take mental health serious. And when you, you know what I'm saying? You, so when I, I was younger, you know how, I don't know me personally. I never knew somebody that was actually diagnosed with a mental illness. So as you going up, it's like, it's taken as a joke. And you don't really know about the depressions and, and all the different ones. All I knew was chicks just called themselves bipolar because they were like, they just crazy or they're emotional or whatever. But I said, and then I got older and I just realized that uh, that shit ain't cool. Like, because there's people out here really like got this shit. And so when it comes to men, I just feel like it started with the lack of availability to be vulnerable. Because. Think about how you don't seen people be like today, even they little babies. When a girl falls, they pick them up all. But when the little the baby, the boy, baby boy falls, it's like, oh, get up, man up. Like, damn, then they get six months, like shit. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like it's and it starts from there. And then just the stigma in itself of black community is that we treat our problems with God. And we treat our problems with keeping the shit a secret to yourself and bottling it up, and that shit really ain't good whatsoever. So, and I'll honestly, I, I like that the tide is changing. Like more and more women have acknowledged their toxic trait that they didn't allow men uh, to be vulnerable, to be emotional, and then they allow men to do so because they realize that that shit is necessary for a healthy, a healthy relationship. And then I just like that it, now we're more informed that men is now going to therapy. My partner hell today he had a, te- a testimony how he was three hell three years ago how he is now that since he started going to therapy value life he value women more he values himself he's healthier he don't drink he don't you know what I'm saying do none of it like nothing detriment to himself anymore at the rate he was doing so I like yeah I like that that we are becoming more. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so what I feel like, just don't be afraid to go get help. Don't be one of the ones to try to diagnose yourself. Like, no, nah, go get. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what I'll say about it is, man, so I brought this topic up because it, it, was, it was brought to me and why people don't believe in it. Because I'll be honest with you, I used to think like, man, what, what's therapy for? You know what I mean? Like, you really just going in there talking to a stranger about your personal deepest darkest things when you can really talk to somebody that you confide in or that you know ain't gonna hold a just a subjective opinion up on you or that's a good listener and they can be objective and things like that that's how i feel about i kind of in a way still feel that way but what i do uh kind of admit to now is that i feel like therapists they earn their money. I still have never been to therapy myself. Uh, I'm not saying I don't need it or do need it, but I'm just saying I've never been. Uh, is that they earn their money because of the 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 questions that they know to ask, the behavior traits that they know to look for, um, the things that they know you need you to talk about, so they they know when you know what buttons to push, things like that. And with men. We just, like you said, vulnerable is the best word. Our vulnerability levels is are at zero no. or one. You know what I mean? Most men. Most men, they feel like they cannot be vulnerable. They feel like they look at it as weakness, and especially black men, because we're taught that we have to be the providers. We have to be the strongest. We have to be uh, cutthroat. We have to be, uh, you know, lack of emotion, almost apathetic in, in a sense. And, and, you know, uh, love will get you killed is what I heard a lot, you know, growing up. I mean, literally that. Love will get you killed. So, like, you know what I mean? Just thinking about that, 
you got to think about the mental health that puts you through that is telling a man that he really can't never love 100%. Why you think, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm a firm believer in black men don't cheat, but what do you think men <laughs> that do cheat? You know what I mean? <laughs> Those are niggas. But uh you know what I mean, what do you think that what kind of state, what kind of traumatic, you know what I mean, events are happening to a man that feels like he can't be vulnerable, he can't be in tune with his own emotions, and he can't, you know what I mean, let a woman in or open up. And, you know, what I mean, most women will tell you straight up that the hardest thing to get out of their man and is an emotional response or, uh, and, and it's kind of changing a little bit more of that. Cause you hear, <laughs> you hear a lot of women say, man, these niggas bitch made these niggas out to, nah, to and they feel it these days, but I don't understand it. Like nigga just being human. Right. Exactly. So like, honestly, ladies, y'all, you know I mean? Going back to that double standard thing, it's almost one of those things as well, where you say, I want a man to be more open and emotional and, and caring and giving to me. And then you say stuff like, nah, be a man. You, you, you too Pull sister. Your down, I'm, B. Yeah. You acting like me or this and that. So like, y'all gotta, you know, back up off of that a little bit, ladies, when you bashing, especially that, you know, that weapon of choice of y'all's y'all mouth, you know what I mean? The most, the, the, the best whipping a woman I ever have is that damn mouth of hers. And right. like, y'all gotta back up off of that a little bit and let these men actually vent without consequence, you know, without feeling like they're gonna be blasted or outed nah. or made fun of because you being open and vulnerable about the things that you, like, you know, men will tell you I ain't scared of nothing, but he's scared of spiders and he can't tell nobody because he feel like he's gonna, somebody gonna think he's You a big ass nigga, how the fuck you scared of spiders? Just talking that shit, Exactly, you know what I'm saying? You don't even or, know that man. He got bit by a spider in his sleep, and his whole arm didn't have to get cut off. And you gotta understand exactly. that motherfuckers go through shit as men. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you have to let these people, you know, these men especially, be themselves and and open up and be vulnerable. I think vulnerable is the best word to do uh, to use and describe what men are going through on a daily basis because. Uh, black men have health issues. Black men have, you know, uh, emotional issues. Black men go through being a black man in America is tough. Period. It is. Point blank. Period. Being a black woman in America, tougher in maybe my even opinion. tougher. It's tougher in my exactly. opinion. Okay. they go through I the same so shit that we go through. Then you add on add top on of women inequality and injustices of women as well. So I actually agree with that completely. But like, so, but back to the mental health and uh, let's go back into the little therapy a little bit. So, like I said, I've never done it myself. But I think I might do it one day just to kind of see exactly what the hype's about, call it that. You know what I mean? But I still do want to see what questions and what skeletons that I may have that a therapist might be able to get out of me. But at the same time, though, I don't mind talking to, like, my most trusted friends and my most trusted confidants as well about these same things. So, like, I got a couple, you know, a few people that I tell everything too for the most part you know what i mean yeah. and like i don't mind getting all of this stuff off of my chest and things like that like it's just not sitting and i'm not it's not building up and it's not exploding on, on somebody else but i think a lot of men don't have that and they do have this explosions and why they're violent or why they're angry and combative and things of that nature and like it's the mental health issues that we're growing up with as far as having have being told that you're a provider, you can't, you got, you have to, uh, you know, cease all emotion. Man, provide, you have to, provide, and that's it. 
and that's it. You know what I mean? You can't you can't let no you can't let show no weaknesses. You know what I mean? You got you well, gonna have it hard out here when you go into the workforce. You you can't you know you can't show no emotion and all of this other stuff. And don't get me wrong, some of that stuff does hold true. But man, everybody needs to be able to vent, be vulnerable, open up, have somebody. And that's one of the main things that a woman is there for for a man is to open up their side and be vulnerable with them. Like most, most men weaknesses, either they, they significant other or they daughter point blank or they mama, you know what I mean? Mama, grandmama, you know what I mean? That, that woman though, most of the time it's a woman in their, in their life that that's their greatest weakness. You know what I mean? Yeah. As far as in another person or human being. And like that's, that's, you know, them sometimes I'm the only time they're able to be, so that soft or weaker side is with those people, but it needs to be done. You know what I mean? And even in all male settings, I feel like it needs to be yeah, done a little better. I'm so finna say that, uh, Go ahead. Ha- having friends that you can vent to, uh, yep. women, like I don't, as I said, it's, it's a recurring thing, I guess. And then show as you get older maturity, but as I get older, I realize that women take on a lot, um, as far as dealing with their own problems, but then they talk on a lot from their sons or their loved ones for this a male because what we got to go through. And I just feel like it's unfair to put all that uh, responsibility on her as far as being the burden to who you need to uh, be able to vent to. Mm-hmm. If you can't call your mans up and have a vent session, you, they don't need to be your friend. I don't say that too often about limiting your friends, but that's one of the things I feel like you need to be able to. You know what I'm saying? I know some friends is going to tell you some bullshit and you're like, that's not the friend. But you need to have you a friend that you can be vulnerable with and openly vulnerable with from no problem. It can't just all fall on your gal. Like, we have to give women a break because also the thing about mental health is that we got we can't be so stuck on our own that we need to be also look out for the strong friend we look out for the ones that look out for us too and um so just with that it's just a matter of having you a positive circle and then for the ones that don't have that positive circle because they grew up in circumstances that hey they couldn't be created don't be afraid to show a person understand it's going to be a headache understand that it's going to be hard and sometimes it might not work out for you, but you can create the change for that person to break their cycle. Mm-hmm. So they won't pass it on to their kids or so on and so forth. And uh, as far as therapy go, I never done it. I've, I've said I've wanted to do it. And hell, now I got a job rich. Some of this, I get some free shit, like some free sessions. So I'm, I'm going to give it a try. But also, I know there's just one of my interests. It's just, you know what I'm saying, the brain, how it works, and this, then the third. So I personally was able to, quote, unquote, fix myself or put me down the right, the right path. Understand that therapy works if you are vulnerable. If you think you're going to go in there, they're going to try to, like, ask you 100 questions to break you open. They not. I can tell you that now. They want you to do more. They going to. Yep. Exactly. They just going to guide you to the right direction. It's just like a road trip. Mm-hmm. The old school road trip, not with not with the GPS, where you had the driver and the navigator. You're the driver, so you dictate everything. The progress you make, it all falls on you. So if you don't go into therapy with an open mind, an open mindset that you're going to open up, you're not going to get the results. And you're going to feel like you're wasting money and they're still in the therapy. But it's no different than you going 
you pay all this money going to Walt Disney World, but you ride no rides. You do none of the attractions. You go none of the what's called. You're gonna feel like you waste the money. Mm-hmm. So when you go, just go and be open. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I found it that I've started to realize that sometimes it's easier for people to be more open with a stranger than they are with their group of friends or their family because they understand how they think and they know they don't need to be around it. See, as I say, I think you need to have that no man in your circle. You had it first. that's going to have an unbiased opinion in your circle. Mm-hmm. It's not going to always side with you just because you're a friend. Now, you need that friend that's going to tell you when you're wrong or when you're tripping. Cause they, they, it helps into your growth. They go this mental health because it helps into your growth as a person. Yeah, I had to learn that thing. Uh, what you just said was a really good point that uh, most people open up or are more open to a stranger than a person that they know. I had to learn that. I was like, man, don't you? Because me, I have, like I said before, I have somebody that, or a couple people, a few people actually that I can talk to. And I know they're going to give me an objective, you know, a uh, nice objective opinion about it. And they're going to tell me like it is. They're going to tell me if I was in the right, I was in the wrong, or you need to seek help, or you need to research that more. Whatever the case may be, they're going to let me know straight up what it is. They're going to give me some really good constructive criticism about the topic at your hand, especially when it comes to some emotional stuff or whatever case may be and they gonna if they don't have the answer they might be like nah man I heard something just like that or my mama this or my brother this or my uncle this you know whatever case may be but we can we can talk like that. But like you said I think everybody don't have that person in their life. You should have it but if you don't then that's when that therapy really comes into play for those people that are uh like that without that that confidant, that that like that person in their life that they know that they can talk to about any and everything and not be judged and not be looked at differently because it goes into like a conversation. We don't have to go into a craze, but like women and, or either children who are molested when they're young and stuff like that. Like that happens a lot in our community. And uh, all across the world, to be honest, and that's some of the things that just doesn't get it gets swept under the rug. People don't talk about it, and they it happens, and they and they just can't find a way to talk. They either fear what's going to happen, the consequences to them or to the person that's doing it, and or they also think like um, it is nobody will believe them. Uh, it's that, also you know well, that. Well, and hell, they, even if they do come out, you just be like, they like, nah, we, we good. We gonna work it out. Nah, nigga, send Uncle Charles to jail, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, don't let that nigga say the inappropriate ass bullshit. Like, this what we, this is what I'm saying. We have to break the cycle, but we can't be allowed. Uncle's like, oh man, she gonna be fine as hell when she grow up, bro. That's your niece. Yeah. Calm the fuck <laughs> down, bro. Like, oh, she got a bottle on her fan. That's your cousin. Like, you can't, nah, bro, shut up. Like, no, yep. beat that nigga ass so he can understand. I don't give a fuck, bro. You got 2019 and so on for If folks toxic and if folks is a detriment to your peace and to your space, cut them niggas out your life. Family or not. Mm-hmm. That type of shit. Protect, protect your loved ones. Protect yourself. Like, that type of shit is the reason why, you know what I'm saying, that she comes to that because motherfuckers just so afraid to put, nah, put that, that type of nigga you put into the system. I ain't got no sympathy for that type of nigga. Whatsoever. And we protecting our mental health while doing that. That's exactly. You're protecting your peace because now, cause now, you know what I'm saying, baby girl, after a while, she can feel comfortable going to Thanksgiving. Then she ain't got to be nervous. Or, or, or baby boy. Because mm-hmm. like, we don't, people don't talk about the molestation of, of boys often, but this shit happens. 
Almost that double standard like we talked about earlier. Yep. Yeah, like it happens. Like sexual assault to men happens all the time. But think about it. You go to you. I forgot to say me. I'm 5'10", 250 solid. If I was to go into a goddamn police station and say this 5'2", 160, because, you know, we thick in the black, you know, we a little thick in the black, because the black women. So 160 girl sexual assault to me. They gonna like, bro, why the fuck you didn't stop her? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if I stopped her, then now I got an assault charge. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just... Let's let like we need to change the narrative on this shit, especially mental health in our community, especially with the men, because women, y'all are vulnerable, and that's great. But we need you to open the door for niggas to be vulnerable. Niggas, let your friends be vulnerable with you. Don't judge him because he cried. Don't judge him because he did, he that, and this and the third. Don't get me wrong, we all joke. Yeah. But when it's a serious matter, let that person get this shit off. Yeah, we're protecting our mental health in 2019. Exactly. We come together. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? That's just how that shit go. And so, that kind of loosely, it kind of go into the little next little topic we had. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it really don't. Now I take it back. What's the joint you said, bro? Oh, taking control of your destiny. Mm. Which, you know what? It do affect your mental health, and you think about it, because if you allow your, when you was like taking your de- taking your destiny to your hands, and then not blaming others, that's when we get real bad. Is accountability, especially self accountability, is that it's easier to blame somebody for something, and then taking accountability where we fucked up. Like I could easily blame my high school basketball coaches why I didn't go to college to play basketball, but a real the real nigga in me finally grew up and realized where well, I didn't have to call my coach a bitch that time in front of the whole school. <laughs> I I didn't have to call this nigga a weak ass nigga this to and snap off on this nigga in front of the whole team. And the team already didn't like him, so it didn't add to his respect. And then I was like, bro, I was five nine, a buck seventy, like Nigga, I ain't, I ain't dead rose. I ain't like a, I'm not a nigga that's not irreplaceable. So who gonna take that type of bullshit? So you gotta just have to eventually, you just gotta learn to take uh, responsibility and being accountable for your actions that lead to your shit. You can't pray to God to pass a test you never studied for. I mean, you could, but if you fail, you can't blame God. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Absolutely. Uh, dr- so, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so, you know, I'm on the same thing, man. Like, you have to be able to hold yourself accountable more than anything. Like, we got to stop blaming our, um, blaming anyone or or trying to use scapegoats. I call them scapegoats for sure because what a, what a person would do is they'll have this, you know, this tall task that they're trying to do and they need a scapegoat. Why they're not getting it done? And a lot of times it'd be ourselves. So, you know what I mean? For for men not being able to get no job or something like that or the job that he wants. He maybe got a job, not the one he wants. So, using the scapegoat, he's like, man, man, the system against me, man. You know what I mean? The system against me. But every day he's smoking and uh, he can't pass a drug test. But you got, but the system against you though, right? Exactly. But they ask you to pass drug tests though. You can't, even, you can't stop smoking weed for thirty days to get a job, or for however long it take you to get it. 
You know what I mean? Like that's something that you have to think about. That's a scapegoat. That's something that you blame it. Or you're blaming somebody else when really it's just yourself that didn't take your own future into your hands and destiny and say, all right, I need to stop doing what I'm doing. Like, you know, like the football player, Josh Gordon, I could not get out of my head why this man just wouldn't stop smoking for a little while, pass his drug test, and stop getting suspended from the NFL and use the talents that he got to just serve and, you know, be one of the best receivers in the league. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's one of those examples. And he's, uh, you know what I mean? That's just somebody that I thought right off the top of my head. Yeah, that, that, like, that, he, that's the, the easiest thing. Because, you know, you got other cases where you oh, just yeah. surround sit back. But that shit, yeah. Like, I see this point because it's like, bro, just weed. Like, as long as the game <laughs> in the game high. But, it, like Stephen A. say, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's, it's the rules of get off the weed. And I hate, you know what I'm saying, yeah. the Stephen A. being slick. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Uncle Tomish, he be on it sometimes. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do, fam. All right. But I actually agree with him on that. In this, only in the sense that you know what the rules are. And you, no matter what the laws are that you can smoke recreational in California. But with the NFL shield rules are, you know what I mean? So and I shit, nigga, get, get your inside man so you know when the fuck you going to take a goddamn drug tip. <laughs> yeah, but like not to go too far off the subject though, but like, yeah, it just nothing beats a failure but a try. That's one of the things that, you know, kind of goes with this subject. And uh, something that my uh, pop said to me the other day, he said, a sleeper gets nothing but dreams, so it's up to you to get up and chase them. Yeah, I, 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 I was hoping to say something. I said a dream will remain. I was going to say a dream will remain a dream if you never wake up. Yep. And that's the same on the same exact context and same yeah. exact line wavelength, bro. And that's so and so important because who gonna make your dreams come true but you? Nobody. So why yeah, not? It's like you hard know, work, bro. Exactly. So why not? Mm-hmm. And so why not take control? Stop! Stop being fearful to take that leap or that faith. Why you sitting at that job every day and you know you don't like it and you know you got and, something uh, that you really want to do? You got a hobby that you love or you got a craft that you do or you got an idea that you really know that you really confident and passionate about that you know you can monetize. Why not take a leap of faith and go ahead and do it? Why you sitting at a job that don't? You know what I mean? You complain about the money anyway. You know you complain about you know it only uh, pay my bills. I'm living check to check. Take that leap of faith. Control your destiny. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying just go quit your job. I'm definitely Man, not telling anybody out there to do that. <laughs> but a I, lot of ways to make money, bro. It's a whole lot of them. You can legal do legal ways or tad bit illegal, but it's not long serving long ass time illegal. Like don't <laughs> just run into like I'm a sell dope, like bro. I'm a perfect example. So I, I admire the young nigga because he got hustling. My homeboy Rikis. I can say his name because then I right, nigga teach. Mm-hmm. But then nigga then nigga play for the the bands in different churches, so they get paid for that if you aware of how that works. Also, the man said ice cream. He made, he made us some ice cream. Folks asked about it. he said, fuck it. He went and bought him two more ice cream makers. And so he been booming out ice cream. Like, it's too many ways to make money for you to sit here and allow yourself to be broke. I'm not, don't get me wrong, I know the system is hard on us, especially black people. It is hard to make shit happen. But at the same time, for you to be in the position that you just don't have nothing, and you're able body, and you have the opportunities, because the opportunities is there. 
I know some people it's harder to make this shit happen. It's gonna t- sometimes the road gonna take you a little longer, and that's okay. You gotta go to the long route. But long as you're doing something to better your situation, there's no point in complaining. Cause all complaining, cause you complain about something you can't change, you're just gonna stress yourself out even worse. And if you complain about something you can change, then you're just gonna piss yourself off and get be hard on yourself for not doing better. Instead of thinking of a plan to get out of the situation. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of you putting your mind frame into a positive light. It's all right, cool. How can I change circumstances? You hate your job. You hate the career path you're on. But you know you can't just leave because, hell, that's where your experience is at. So you're like, all right, okay, what I need to do? All right, you need to be browsing the internet and figure out what trade you can do that make a lot of money. It's a high demand in the area you want to stay in. Boom. Mm-hmm. And then you can go from go to school for the year, year and a half while you working. And then, because trade school ain't that expensive, so them student loans ain't going to be that much. And if you get a, like a welding job, you're getting paid off the rip. Mm-hmm. Off the rip. You got to release, release that fear of failure, Yeah, too. yeah you can't be... Man, shoot your shot. And they ain't got, they ain't got shit yeah. doing, man, trying to holler at somebody. It's just anything in life, man. You got to shoot your shot, bro. You, every, yeah. we, we, prisoners, we prisoners of fear. Like we fear, uh, we don't know the outcome, yeah. man. You don't know the Prison outcome or nothing. You don't know how you don't know how you're gonna wake up tomorrow like and, and get to work for real. For real. I like your it. car in the driveway. I like that. Yeah, your car in the driveway. Prisoners of our comfort, comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Man, we just we fear we fear too much. We fear change. We fear growth. Fear growth and change. That's a big one. Yep. So, like I said, bro, you just if you want some shit, man, go get it. Make your plan. I ain't saying like he said. I ain't saying quit the job. Sometimes you got to do it. Eventually, you got to get to a point where you're going to do it because you can't have step this shit. But get your plan. If you might stack your money up, get to, to the point where you can take care of your bills, this, that, and the third, or start it up. And then once you get to the point where you're at least, at least bare minimum, I, like, that's how I like to say. If, if you can make the money that you're making now on your own, you'll be so much happier in life. Man. That's true. If you can pay your, if you making enough money to pay your bills, take care of your responsibilities, and you eating good, the same money you work at that dead end job that you hate, you'll be way more happier. Because why? Because you're doing something that you want to do, and it opens the door and gives you more time for self to create another avenue or to make what you're doing bigger. So go for your dreams, take your destiny by the balls, and do what the fuck you got to do to be happy. Because you got one life. Simple as that. And you don't want to get old with regrets. Like, I should have done this. I should have done this. I could have done this. Like, nah, nobody care about that. What could have, should have shit. Because you, like you sound like a has-been. Take that leap. You sound like a has-been at the point. Oh, I could have went to leave. Well, why didn't you? Uh, we, we all know circumstances happen. But why didn't you? What stopped you? And then you're going to say some bull, bullshit. Well, I got a tool of my coach. Well, so pretty much it was your fault why you didn't get to the lead. Not because you had a knee injury. You know what I mean? Not, not some accident shit it's some shit that you fucked up so don't go go don't grow old with that type of regret grow old with the like i did what i did if i failed and fuck it at least i i went for it at least then you'd be happy with yourself and i think my i think i want to hit something else man i don't want to hit something real 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 quick uh <laughs> i'm saying we gotta give them that real because we, we did bullshit majority <laughs> motherfucking time Let's talk about cancel culture because that, that shit is going to be short as fuck. 
What do you think about cancel culture, fool? Yeah, so the cancel culture thing, man, I had to kind of like research it a little bit. I had to kind of like, you know, put myself on it. So somebody mentioned it to us and, um, you know what I mean? They told us we should talk about it. And um, the cancel culture thing is actually pretty interesting when you think about it. Um, it's pretty much- It's bullshit. You see, it's bullshit, bro. Go ahead, you can go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm not, not. Go ahead, give your thoughts, because what you research, because I'm gonna tell you why it's bullshit. But go ahead, fool. Because I mean, I think the cancel culture is really call out culture, right? That's the that's the like short short per- shut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really public shut. Yeah. So really, that's what I learned about it. So, uh, and usually on social media, so it's pretty much trolling. That's kind of what I got the gist of, it, right? And it's kind of like, but it's kind of on a. On a, on a, almost on an activist level, you know what I mean. It's almost like when people take it, and it's almost like racially driven or, or stereotypically driven at you know, so, uh, uh, demographic groups and socioeconomic groups, and you know, like call it the LGBT, you know, Q community or whatever, or call it black Alphabet boys, yeah, call it the black, you know, black community, Black Lives Matter, you know, whatever the case may be. But like, it's really just public shaming and excessive trolling. That's pretty much all uh, you know. The cancel culture is it's call out culture, and I think it's very just you know it's insensitive in one way, but also I think it's just man, we from Memphis, so I just think it's chicken and straight up just talking shit. To be real, oh, I feel like- well, that ain't the cancel culture though. That ain't that's talking your shit about somebody. It's not cancel culture. Yeah, but then it's I mean it's a form of a boycott. That's the you know what I mean. So like, yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, like I said, I, this is this is my understanding of it, and it's kind of how I relate to it, or whatever the case may be. So, uh, it's a form of boycott in a way, right? Which you know, what I'm saying somebody it's supposed to be, yeah, supposed to be anyway, right? And then it's um, so it's unpopular opinion, and like I said, I I treat it as trolling. So, like what I what I've seen is so like I guess a good example would be uh, how celebrities decline something, right? So, uh, right now, what's going on? The Power episode, it just dropped right last week. Uh-huh. So, um, the Trey Song's new intro. Uh, well, yeah, that, that ain't cancel culture, fam. But, yeah, I feel yeah, it was funny seeing, like, damn, they hard on Trey Song. Yeah, so but I that guess ain't I'm cancel just... culture. They're not, no, they ain't cancel culture, though. Okay. So they just post talking got... shit. Now, cancel culture is pretty much, uh, is cancel culture... I'm going to tell you what it's supposed to be. Cancel culture is supposed to call out people. Man, I ain't going to say man celebrities, but you know, call out people for their toxic behaviors, for their uh, homophobic or transphobic or uh, misogynistic or whatever the case may be. Uh, views, uh, quotes, and, and actions. It's just pretty much like we need to not support these people. And that's a good purpose like we shouldn't support certain shit but i say it's bullshit because it's retroactive uh it'll go like for kevin hart for example the reason why he didn't do the oscars because they pulled a tweet from 2010 yes what he said was trife was wrong and yes he was grown but how does kevin hart talk now and i feel like cancel culture is bullshit because we forget that people grow people change over time just like uh, they try to cancel the Dante. Uh, damn, what's the nigga from? Was it Villanova? The, the white, the white hooper, Villachenzo, some shit like that. As Bo Money called him, White Dante. 
white Dante said nigga in a tweet. White Dante was 12 and said tweet, and the tweet was a song lyric. And I'm not giving I'm not giving my people the right to say niggas in the third, but we have to put this shit in context. It's not like he said nigga in a way of disrespecting black people. He just quoted literally a rap lyric. But he was 12. Dante is now 1920, and now you're trying to hold him accountable for what he said at 12. Uh, it's just a lot of cases where they go back in the past and try to bring shit back to the future and want people to retro, like, apologize for this shit. And I'm really getting tired of motherfucking celebrities apologize for this shit. Be perfectly fucking honest. I couldn't care less. I'm the person, I laugh at black humans. So when I when folks say wild shit, if it's fun, I'm going to laugh. I don't care if it's about black people or whomever. I'm going to laugh. Dave Chappelle, this past little John he just had, he said a lot of offensive shit. And I laughed my ass off. So, and I get it, everybody don't have, everybody's sensitivity level is a little bit different, but I just feel like you can't go back years, but it's like, I can understand you go back last year, it's something recent, or you want to counsel somebody for what they did now. Like, they try to go back and counsel Chris Brown because he beat on, he hit Rihanna, but the whole story is like, she started the fight. And my thing is, and then another reason why I think it's bullshit, because they don't never counsel nobody. Every time somebody gets supposedly counseled, they're, they they back. In no time. They just got to give a bullshit as apology like companies been doing. And then they back back to like none change. And also, sometimes cancer culture is too is too reactive as far as something can happen. For instance, they try to cancel, they wanted to cancel Dove, right? I don't know if you saw the friends that were Dove. They had the uh, the people taking off the women taking off shirts. And so they had the black girl, then it changed into a white girl. So that's where they stopped it. They're like, you know, they're trying to say the, the soap, they clean the skin because skin, black skin 30. But if you keep watching the ad, the white person changed to a Chinese person. And the Chinese person changed to like either Arabian, a Middle Eastern woman, or a, a Spanish woman. You're, you're, you're jumping the bandwagon when I, you're not having enough information of what's going on. Like, for instance. And that's where I came from. You know what I'm saying? Like, another clean. example is Jay-Z. Jay-Z has a history of being on our side. Don't get me wrong. I think the NFL deal was pointless. I don't see how it can affect change. The changes that we need personally. And if he's not bringing more owners, black owners and black people into the front offices, I feel like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? But we got to give him time. Yeah, he's giving us a seat at the table. I don't believe in it. I don't so believe in it. I don't believe I, I in the logic. Like on the masses. Yeah, he's giving us a seat at the table because now ownership is going to be at least talked about. He's going to bring that to the table. Uh, that's what I think the move was about. Hopefully, he I don't believe in right, seat at the, seat at the, the, the table logic. I just feel like that's a pacifying thing that white people do with power to say, hey, hey, we got you here. But don't shit change. Yeah, but he's actually he kicked a few doors yeah. open too, because you know he was told he wasn't he wasn't gonna be able to do a streaming platform either. That was why. I mean, white that's, folks, that's, so that's cool, but at the same time, like, there's not changing our <laughs> lives. We had a black president, and we still getting shot like animals. So, yeah, so like I said, that shit they see the table shit don't matter to me. Yeah, but with the cancel culture for me, man, like I said, I I what you, your points is exactly you know as far as like they're trying to cancel somebody, but that's why I think I think the canceling comes from the the trolling, the shaming, the the Outrage, the, the outrage, uproar, the, the, it just has to be warranted. Yeah. But also, but like, but this is why I call it bullshit because we don't give people time to grow. Imagine, imagine a world without Malcolm X because we were stuck that he's being Malcolm Little. 
Imagine like this. That's the problem with cancel culture. As soon as we find out one bad thing about somebody, they want to cancel somebody completely out. No matter all of the good they did, they want to throw the shit. That's why I call it bullshit. Ain't nobody perfect in this world. We have all did something that we won't be. I'm not gonna say be ashamed of, but we ain't necessarily proud of the shit either. Or we done did some shit that we shouldn't have done. Whether it's if you pipe person, you kicked in somebody's dough, or you did this at one point in time. Like I sold weed once upon a time. Oh, that nigga was a drug dealer. I'm like, fam, fuck you. I'm out here trying to better my people. I'm not gonna apologize for the shit. What I have to do to try to get back. Period. So like I said, it just, it just is. It's just too much because it's not one set of thing, and then they don't take account of what all the things people do. They wanted to count. The, they wanted to cancel Jay Z. Like I still thought the deal was pointless, but I'm also like I'm gonna give the nigga time before I fully get my full opinion on it. I just like I said, a deal with the NFL doesn't bring the change that we need in this country because the NBA is a uh, the NBA is pretty much open book. They they let you. Boycott, they let you do everything you want to speak your mind. Ain't no changes came for us. But you have to hear, so did you hear the interview where he's saying, all right, we we, we did the protest. We told him, you know, I was protesting. So now we need to, like, now some actions got to be taken. So I feel like the deal that Kaepernick took was worse than the deal that Jay-Z just did. Because both of them. Both of them was wet. It took a gag order. You know what I mean? He both of them was wet because Kaepernick, yeah, I understood it. He set up because he wanted the money that he was due. First of all, he was due that money. So I'm not judging him. I but I, we don't know the I don't know the amount of it, but I feel like he should have got more. This I don't even care about the money, bro. He took a gag order. Now he's silenced, bro. His, his, that too. The- okay, cool. like I said, neither one is is correct. Like I said, neither one um is don't help us. At all, like well, we don't, don't we don't know what the Jay Z junk gonna do yet. So like I don't give a fuck. What I don't care about having black owners, nigga. That shit don't help us. We had a black president. We still got shot like dogs. Yeah, we got a black president. Niggas still leave. We are we are fourteen percent of this population, and still more of us in jail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you thought one president would go change that? Nah, we just disagree. No, no, I didn't think about. It. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. To see the tape, it don't mean nothing. We're not getting. Ch- At the end of the day, bro, I can put it to. I put it like this, a protest. If you're not affecting these folks, bottom line, no changes will ever come. If you're not going to threaten violence or affect their money. No changes ever comes. So I don't really care. The bad like, rumors dying off, though, bro. You got to think about that, too. So ain't nothing going to happen overnight. It ain't bad overnight, but I don't care about the NFL deal. Yeah, NFL- I, you don't, yeah, I got you. You don't care about yeah, but like I, said, I, I don't care about it's going to bring changes. Like, folks be crying about vote, but we've been voting for years, and shit ain't changed. They just, find new, they, they just find those new ways to fuck us over, fam. They just find new ways to fuck us. I don't feel like voting change a thing. I feel you on the bone, but uh, a bunch of things didn't change for sure. We still, we still, we still get here back in a lot of way, but we damn sure got opp- we just, you know we got opportunities out here that we damn sure didn't have. It's, it's it's way hard. I understand, but hey, just because we drink from the same water fountain, they still fuck us over right. real quick. Everybody real quick. Now everybody not like us. Yeah, and I agree. Damn right. You know I'm not like us. That's the change. <laughs> that's, that's the changes I care about. I don't care that we have. I want it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna say I don't care. And like I'm just dismissing more black ownership or more black people in the powers of the front office. Like that shit matters. It does. It does. The changes that I want, it just it doesn't 
the NFL doesn't take place in that. It takes place in fucking up the bottom line, the money for them politicians. Then they're like, oh, you know what? We need we need to get these folks these this changes and shit just in the third. And so it took Charlemagne and he said something. He reminded me of this because I always said it, but he reminded me of this shit because I was like when it first came out about Jay-Z, I was overcritical. And he said that there are different routes to get to the same destination. Exactly. So we all got a different plan. I still think the deal is pointless. And I feel like it's gonna help. I feel I got I got all the shit he's done publicly and silence. I got faith that he's gonna do what he needs to do. But still, the the social changes, I guess that's what I'm focusing on instead of the the infrastructural business changes. Bro, him and Meek got a whole movement going. Like, bro, like none of that stuff stops, bro. You can't just say because Jay-Z did this deal, he sold his soul. Or it ain't no, no, hey, 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 no, I ain't, got, ain't going that far. He got major things he did going much, on. He did too much. He he did a uh the Khalif uh I don't I don't know it's Browder. He did a the, the documentary about that on Netflix. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty much tell his story and then it, it goes into detail about how unjust the uh, criminal system is to black men in jail and the the problems with uh what's it they call it the shoe but I can't think of the, the word the actual solitary confinement it goes into all of it and it tells the dude's story and also if you got the Amazon Prime joint I don't know if you watched it but watch the uh, free meat joint because yeah. it, it it goes into detail by this case that I didn't even know mm-hmm. so. Like I said, he's doing great things. So I never throw him. So I just think this person deal is just like whatever type of situation. It's like it's not. I don't think it puts the last picture, but I have to realize that hell, even small pieces of color finish off the large picture. Yeah. So what I think is, bro, like it's like I said, man. I I got I'm mixed about it. I don't know what, but my 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 idea is that. Jay-Z has a plan. He always has a plan. Dude is a, a capital businessman, bro. Like, he he gets stuff done. He breaks barriers. Um, it just don't nothing happen overnight, like I was saying. So, you know, I feel like the deal was, like I said, it might be frowned upon on one side, hey, which is, I yeah. completely understand. And then, but the side that I see, with, which I trust Jay-Z, you know, business, uh, business acumen, and he he gonna get some something's gonna come from that. Yeah, that's I like, yeah. I, I, I think it's a uh, for me. Like I said, it's for me. I don't think it'll do anything for the changes that I want to see in this country. But I believe it do big things to the uh, to the NFL that make changes to that. But uh, yeah, we'll make a note of that. We'll talk about changes that we would like to see. You yeah. know, not on a political level, but just an activist. You just know, period. We ain't say so. Just just changes in our community. Period. I, it's a, I got a, a quite a few of. But uh, you know what I'm saying thank you for listening again. You know what I'm saying. I appreciate you. Thank you. This your first time listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. At Apply Pressure Podcast on Facebook and tell us your thoughts. Leave reviews, you know what I'm saying? We need everything, everything to make this show as, as possible, make it as entertaining as possible for you guys. And uh, like I said, once again, thanks to my co-host, London. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really expect the man to do it. Just taking the loss that he's had, I just wanted him to man, do what he had to do. But here, I appreciate him coming through, especially late. But normally we record at an earlier time. And he worked around here. I worked around my schedule, even at that. So, that's much love to that shit. Uh, like I said, just keep working hard. Stay focused on what you got to do. 
take your leap of faith on the things you want to do. Uh, like I said, shop on shop on thefloyalty.com. Uh, add us on Facebook, Sean S H A W N Brooks, London. You know what I'm saying? Way up with two B's. Yep. Uh, in last words, get, get it off. Yeah, most definitely, man. I just want to uh, dedicate this show once again to my aunt Brenda Holloway uh, Tate. And, uh, man, we miss you dearly already. And uh, uh, RIP, rest in heaven, most definitely. And uh, it's definitely a show dedicated to you. And um, you did uh, make some changes in this um in this on this side of the of the world before you left us but uh like i said there's um all your kids all my cousins i love y'all dearly and um i'll see y'all soon and uh yeah just uh rest in peace ain't brenda for sure uh other than that yeah add us on facebook uh apply pressure podcast um we do want your um, suggestions uh, we do want your criticism constructively, please. Uh, but definitely, uh, anything you think we uh, want to talk about, you please make the suggestion. We do respond, we do talk, we do interact, as well as um, subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, all the platforms that you see us posting and uh, listening to the show. Uh, we we thank you for all your support. That's for sure. Five stars. If you four stars. I, uh, you might be a hater. <laughs> Apply pressure.